Welcome to Just Saying, a podcast produced by and recorded at Tri-State Worship Center. Now here are your hosts, Allison Gardner and Pastor Terry Wagner. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Just Saying podcast. My name is Allison Gardner, and I'm here today with Pastor Terry Wagner. Wow. No yeah, interruptions. I, I knew you were expecting. <laughs> I am so pleased. I thought, Thank I you so tell, much. I could tell by the look on your face that you were just going to wait. I'm not going to say anything, and she's going to miss it. Miss it? <laughs> like miss, like you miss someone. Oh. Like you're, it's like, wait a minute. He didn't interrupt me. Mm. I, what am I going to say next? Mm, no. <laughs> hey, Allison. Hey. Hey. <laughs> we're also here with our hey. sound magician, Tyler Hey, Stacey. Allison. Hey. See, he did it. And it's okay when he does it, isn't it? What? Why is it Why okay are when you he getting does? so defensive? Why is it okay when he does Why? it, but when I do it, it's, guys, it just like guys, shuts the whole show Mondays down. Mondays put PT in a bad mood. Just, because she's just used to FYI. my shenanigans. You're supposed to be the <laughs> Oh, yeah, I'm the responsible, responsible one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. How, well, are you, how are you doing? I'm pretty good. How's, how are you? How's school going? It's going all right. All right? Yeah. 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 I mean, I, what, what kind of load are you carrying this semester? Well, um... I'm taking uh, 18. A heavy one. Yeah, it, it is a heavy one. I'm taking 18 hours. Oh my goodness. Yikes. Yeah. So, what are you doing that's here? Been fun. <laughs> Where have you been? Shouldn't you be studying? Yeah, probably. 18, 18 probably. hours? 18, yep. And you're working too. And I'm working, right? yeah. yeah. Yep. But it's not easy. <laughs> no. do, you wanna, do you wanna put a plug in for where you work? I did that for. Uh, no. Oh. <laughs> I did that for one semester. I took. I don't know if I took. Yeah, I did. I took eighteen hours, and I was working part time. Mm. And then the next semester, I said, "Nope, nope, yep, yeah, not doing that again." It is. Well, I, two of them are online classes, so it's not. Well, I didn't like those either. I didn't start my college career until I was thirty-six. Mm. Graduated when I was forty-two. It only took me seven years to get my four-year degree. <laughs> only seven. <laughs> only it seven. It took me almost four to get a two-year. Well, because <laughs> I couldn't. I mean, I tried to take. Uh, ten or eleven hours one semester, yeah. and no, it mm. was no. Well, you were probably working full time. I was working, yeah. trying to raise a couple chillins. Chillins. <laughs> Some of them have chillins. Not, that, and that that's tough too. It um, is. How how old were they at the time? Um, in high school. Yeah. yeah. Okay. High school. Yeah. Well, at least they were old enough to feed themselves. <laughs> well, they were, but I still had to change their diet. No, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I had to, my son was a basketball player. My daughter yeah. was a cheerleader, so I was always having oh, to yeah. you know, go to games. And, yeah. Curriculars. Yeah. And, but I tried online a couple of times. Yeah. And, and, I mean, that's kind of cool, but you got to be really disciplined. Yeah, you, you do. You know, because you get behind on the online, forget it. Yeah. And then I tried a couple summer classes. Mm. And the good thing about summer classes is they're only five weeks long. Yeah. The bad, bad thing, thing about, about summer classes, they're, they're only five, they're only five, five weeks long. And you're yeah. cramming and so, the same amount of material yeah. in a short amount mm-hmm. of time. So the norm for me yeah. was like six or seven hours a mm. semester. So. Yeah. But it probably would have been the same if you had done college as soon as you graduated high school. You mean like six or seven se- No, hours I mean the same as me. <laughs> 12 oh, oh, to oh, yeah. 18. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Well. Hey, why are we here? Well, <laughs> we're here. <laughs> we have a special, not so special guest today. No, that's not true. <laughs> We have a very, the very most, special. It's not special, the though. Specialist. The specialist. It is not, it because is. it's not like it's the stop. normal. Just stop. I know you're the producer, and you're the boss, <laughs> so, and, you're, and you're in charge, but... So that also means that my episode was not special. Right. So see, I tried to stop you before you got so, there. I'm sorry, Tyler. I'm sorry. My bad. This, my bad. Uh, this, season, this season of Just Saying, we have been looking at life changes... 
through the lens of Scripture. Mm -hmm. And what we've been doing is talking to people, asking questions about people that have committed their lives to follow Jesus and what that has done and meant and and what that has led them to. And Mm -hmm. so today, our specialist of special (laughs) guests is... is, Yes. Is that is that yeah. a, is that a real word? Guest guest eye. Guest eye. That's oh. it. Like, like, oh. like octopi. Yes. I got it. Yes. Yeah. Or cacti. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Well, you're not like that though. Philippi. Philippi. What? <laughs> Ooh, man, he's doing a Bible reference. Um, our guest today is Allison Gardner. Wow. Producer of the thought? Just Saying podcast. Jeez. Oh my goodness, crazy. I, I want to say right off the bat, before I even ask you one question, mm-hmm. it, just to say, Allison Gardner, I love you. You Aww. are a very special, special young lady. Thank you. I and, love you, and too. We love you. We love the, your just your whole mindset towards Jesus and towards the mm-hmm. things of the kingdom, and it's just incredible. You're, you're just an awesome person. And and now for the grilling. Mm, for the grill. <laughs> We're going to do a compliment sandwich. <laughs> oh, no. Start with something good. Throw in something you need to Wait, work on. Wait, I thought we were doing like good cop, bad cop. Oh, and then maybe. we're going to make the sound. Oh. And then we're going to eat it. <laughs> Which reminds Speaking me. Speaking of. <laughs> who's our sponsor? This episode is brought to you by Oreo cookies. <laughs> Now, Which is the, like a sandwich. Is it the blonde one or it's a the uh, uh, the blonde? Both. It's both. What do you mean the blonde? The, the, there's a blonde it's Oreo. It's golden. Cookie. The golden what? Oreos. It says golden Oreo. Oh, it does, doesn't it? Sorry. Blonde Oreo. Well, Sorry, it's Oreo. Same, it's the same color as a blondie. Like you know, your brownie and a blondie. Oh, so okay. Kinda, I get where he was going. Okay. okay. So <laughs> our special guest today <laughs> is Allison Gardner. Yeah. Allison, I want you just to start by giving us your backstory. Just tell mm-hmm. us, kind of like don't don't go back and give us a day by day. Uh, but just tell us the backstory. Where, where, where did you come from? Where you born? How old are you? All those things. Just but, bring us up to speed. But I brought my journals oh, from that's, seven I, years old to read to you I, all I every saw, moment. I saw that. Life. That's why I said uh, <laughs> we don't need an abbreviated version. <laughs> you don't want to hear about my, we my do. seventh grade. We do. But Dear we have, diary. <laughs> We only have 45 minutes. <laughs> My brother is the worst. <laughs> okay. Anyways. You'll never believe what Sammy did today. <laughs> oh, no. We would believe we what would. Sammy We would believe it. <laughs> Love oh, you, Sammy. Yes. Um, my name is Allison Gardner, as you all hopefully know by now. Um, I'm 19 years old. I am currently a freshman by year, sophomore by credit at Marshall University. Whoa. Studying communications. Um I was born in uh, Pennsylvania, but shortly after moved to uh, Huntington, West Virginia, I was raised in Canova, West Virginia, Um, and now I live in Milton, West Virginia, so I'm a West Virginia gal. You are a West Virginia gal. I am. I am. Um, I went to uh, Catholic high school, graduated from there. and your, and your stepdad teaches there. My stepdad does teach. He teaches Latin there. Um, That's why I always have to be careful about what I say <laughs> yeah. around here. That's different from pig Latin, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, just a little bit. Just making sure. Just, say just on the... <laughs> <laughs> um, I am the oldest of... Oh, the oldest sister of three children. I have two younger brothers. Um, and, yeah, I am a Christian. I love the Lord. Uh, and... 
you said communication. That's about it, yeah. Right? Yeah. What, what's the goal? What's um, the end game here? The end game of communication. She wants to host a podcast. Uh, hey, <laughs> thank you, Lord. Yeah, Mission yeah. accomplished. Honestly, I don't need though, school anymore. Honestly, though, that was a big reason why I chose it was because yeah. of the podcast and how much I love to do it and really? how much fun it is. Yeah, because communications, I mean, that's what you do if you, you want do, a podcast. You do realize that, that there's a good chance that me and Tyler won't always be with you, then, uh, right? I mean, Actually, I'm kind of hoping that, you know, she... It she strikes oil. She brings us along with her. <laughs> Remember us when you come into your kingdom. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> when you build, my when kingdom. you build your empire, my kingdom. Don't um, forget us. Right. Yeah. When she Small. has her podcast on Sirius AM, uh, <laughs> FM radio and all that stuff. Yeah. No, they. I'd get canceled as Whoa. soon as I got on there. <laughs> like I would say things that they would get me canceled. But um, that's what they're looking for, you know. Controversy. Maybe true, true. Yeah. Spotify and stuff. Joe Rogan, whatever. Um, <laughs> Way to name drop her, yeah. Allison. <laughs> um, no, I uh, I went to to Marshall because uh, it's free and uh, it's local. And, um, You're talking about my alma mater. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, but I didn't really know. I mean, after I, I graduated high school, I was thinking that um, in the future I would uh, work with a Christian nonprofit organization and do like fundraising or public relations or something. But uh, now my main goal is really to hopefully get married and um, have children and stay home and raise children. And do a podcast from your home. And maybe do a podcast from I my mean, home. I mean, hey, people do it all the time. Honestly, I, I, yeah. I could see myself doing that. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, let's, let, let me ask you then, uh, how long ago or when did uh, you first uh, experience a, a conversion? If mm. you, I know we, we've called it different things. Yeah. When did sanctification begin? When there was a conversion? When did you fall in love with Jesus? I guess. <laughs> let's just say it that way. Um. <clears throat> So funny story, actually, when I was like seven years old, um, I had a sort of rivalry with my, uh, older cousin Dallas and, uh, I was at my grandparents' house one night and, uh, her mom calls my grandma, uh, while I'm over there and she tells her that Dallas accepted Jesus into her heart. Oh. And so I'm there and I'm like, well, Dallas accepted Jesus <laughs> into her heart. I want to accept Jesus into my heart. I didn't realize you had such a competitive streak. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was wow. bad. It was real wow. bad. Like, just, I wanted to beat her. So, that was, like, my motivation. Beat her to, to Jesus. Yes. Right. Right. Want, like, like, beat her. It's so bad looking back. <laughs> like, it's just so embarrassing. But, um, yeah. So, I mean, we prayed. My grandma prayed with me, and she wrote down in the family Bible, like, that was the day that I accepted mm -hmm. Jesus as my savior. Mm -hmm. um, but I don't really think that my faith became real to me until I was like 12 or 13 years old um, at church camp and uh, Camp Caleb, shout out, woo-woo. Mm -hmm. um, we were just at service one night and uh, the uh, pastor was talking about, um, I don't even remember what the message was, but it was really a call to make faith your own and uh, to own it for yourself. It's not something that you get from your parents. It's not something that you get from your church, but it has to be um, uh, your own relationship with right. Christ. Yeah. Um, so that really just hit me that I hadn't really made it real. Um, it wasn't real to me. So after that, I was, uh, I just have always felt that faith was everything mm. since then always. It's never been, 
I mean, there have been moments in my life where I have not made it um, to be the primary thing in my life when it should have been. But my outlook on life has always been it's all or nothing with Christ. Mm-hmm. Like there's no doing this halfway. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was really the moment that I really knew that for myself. And ever since then, it's just been journey with Christ. Well, besides Dallas, <laughs> Dallas, yeah. where, where was Dallas from? She's not from Dallas, Texas. <laughs> okay. I'm just no, curious. She's not. She lives in Fort Lauderdale now. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Dallas uh, from Florida. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There probably is a Dallas, Florida. <laughs> probably. Maybe. Right? There's a Hollywood, Florida. Yeah, true. So uh, besides Dallas, who was instrumental in, in you know, influencing you mm. in that direction? Mm. Who would um, you say? Definitely my family, my mm-hmm. my grandmother, my grandfather, and my mom. Um, they Are we speaking of Vicki and Ernie yes, Ward? Yes, we are speaking of Vicki and Ernie Ward. They're wonderful, wonderful they are. people. Absolutely. Um, they, both them and my mom have always been diligent about making sure that me and my brother have been in church, uh, from the beginning, mm-hmm. uh, always knowing that Jesus, uh, was meant to be the Lord of my, of our lives. And, uh, we were Christians. She, mm-hmm. They raised us as Christians. Mm-hmm. Um, so definitely them. Uh, also you, Pastor Terry. Oh, stop. I it. mean, you've, you. That has nothing to do no. with me holding this sign up saying, how about me? About yeah. <laughs> yeah. What about, no, you're like holding your hand like, well, what about me? Um, no, no. Uh, I I grew up at this church and uh, you you have been uh, one of the most instrumental well, people in, in my life. Uh, in, in sanctification specifically, wanting to have a passion for the Lord and for his word and uh, service to the church and service mm-hmm. to others. Um, so definitely you. Um, and lot, me. And, and Tyler. <laughs> Tyler's, Tyler's holding my his hand pastor. up too. Yes, <laughs> yes. I'm just, yes. I'm just kidding. All of my I'm youth kidding. pastors and journey, definitely, <laughs> definitely. Um, no, but the funny thing about all of this is that like, and this is my turn to, to compliment you, is that even though I was a youth leader and I was doing lessons on Wednesday nights, I still felt like such a baby mm. uh, in Christ anyway. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, really, I wasn't that far into my journey yeah. with, you know, with Christ. But, yeah. like, you know, it's so funny because I can I can say that I still learned so much from some of you Heathens. No, I mean you, <laughs> you youngins. You mean youngins. You youths. You, yeah, you, you, youths. Um, and I, I even referenced, I think maybe it was season one, about the time that you gave the mm. demonstration about yeah. lifting up in the chair yeah. and pull, versus yeah. pulling down. I remember and, uh, that. Yeah. I know you don't think I so, did. <laughs> I remember it. You're, uh, but yeah, I mean, it, it was always, uh, I don't know, something beautiful about, I think, even how, how young people mm-hmm. – can teach you know even oh, yeah. us old fogies yeah. you know about the love of Christ. I mean you you old yes fogies. yes me. Yeah, you old. <laughs> Anybody else you want to give a shout out to that was instrumental in that? I um, mean I don't want to cut you off or nothing. I mean, but I'm the producer now, so <laughs> I'm watching. The, the yeah, plot. you're in the guest seat today. <laughs> More recently, just um, friends from f- from my church, like my small group, uh, just women who have spurred me to uh, embrace biblical womanhood and challenged me to submit my desires to the word and uh, different things like that. The congregation of Risen King Church, just they're such wonderful people um, who have welcomed me and cared for me and um, 
yeah, it's just and Jesus. I mean, well, yeah, <laughs> obviously he's, he's him. Kind of like he's, he's, he's important. It's yeah. all about him. So, so uh, yeah. you made a comment that your mom raised you as Christians. Mm-hmm. That she she wanted that to be kind of ingrained. What yeah. what does that just kind of unpack that a little bit? What does that mean? Mm-hmm. What does that if someone says, "Well, you were raised as a Christian, but I don't know what that means." Mm-hmm. What would you say? Yeah. I mean, it was always um the assumption of my mom that we were that we belonged to the Lord. Like we were gifts from the Lord mm-hmm. and um that it was her duty as a parent to steward that gift well and point us to Jesus to give us back to him in, mm. in a way it, we, we were his all along, but, um, she knew that, um, the, that the duty of a Christian as a parent is to train up a child in the way that they should go. Yeah. And so that meant bringing us to church every single Sunday and Wednesday that meant putting us into, um, ministries where we could be served and where we could serve. Mm-hmm. Um, that meant disciplining us, in a lot of different ways. Um, and on Let's that, talk about that. <laughs> and I mean, she, she is the, um, the person that has demonstrated um, Christ-like service and love to the least of these, mm-hmm. the most potent to me, yeah. um, because she is the person who will see a homeless person on the side of the road and pull over and have a conversation with them, ask them what they need go to the Dollar General, pick up, Mm-hmm. what they need, bring it back and then pray with them. Yeah. And that has never been my, it's never been as easy for me to do that as it has been for her. So it's just been wonderful to be raised by a woman who, who knew what that meant to well, serve. And, and, and I'm not in no way trying to put words in your mouth, but you're being raised by a woman that was raised by yes. parents yes. that had those same yes, convictions they and did. the same yeah. core value, yeah, uh, you exactly. know, belief. Yeah, and she, I mean, my another good point I think to point out is my grandparents raised my mom and her sister as Christians as well, but both of them did not um, stay on track for their whole lives. Mm-hmm. Both of them right. have stories where they uh, they did not um, take their faith seriously mm-hmm. and they, they let their faith be shipwrecked mm-hmm. and they needed to be redeemed. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's just a- important to note that, you know, it really, it's the duty of Christian parents to raise your child um, in the Lord, but it is ultimately up to Christ to save a soul. Sure. And um, that's, that's something that he promises to do if we're, if, uh, you know, when we're faithful to him, but, um, it's, it's not up to the parents to determine the child's salvation. But it is up to a parent to make sure that they're exactly. headed in the right direction exactly. going, going right. that way. And the values that my grandparents instilled in my mom were what helped her to come back. Sure. Yeah. So. Uh, and that is, you know, the whole, uh, raise a child in the way she should go when, when they're old. And, and I know we've always read it that they won't part from it, but we also know that that's, that's backwards because they yeah. do part from it. It won't part from it. It won't part from them is really the the proper way to to read that. And, and I didn't ask you if I could. I didn't ask you if I could ask you <laughs> about. I mean, there there was uh, some some very difficult waters mm-hmm. in in your family life. Yeah. Uh, and, and I'm talking about your your biological father. Yeah. 
How how did and and you can talk about as much of that as you want to, but my question is, how did your faith mm. help you navigate those waters? Mm. Um, I think that. There, well, if you don't know um, the background, I'm pretty sure I talked about it in uh, our episode on the blended family. Yeah. Um, a little bit, but remind us. Bit. <laughs> remind us. Um, uh, my father, my biological father, was a drug addict, and uh, my mom divorced him when I was uh, four or five years old. And uh, he was in and out of rehab after that. And we had. Base virtually no relationship whatsoever. Um, he ended up passing away uh, a few years ago from an overdose. Um, so I have a stepdad who mm-hmm. took on that role as father, but um, there are definitely ways that fatherlessness has impacted me. Sure. Um, even if I've had wonderful father figures throughout my life, including my grandfather too. Um, but... I think that there was a moment whenever we were at Winterfest one year and we were singing a song um, and it was talking about how, I forget what passage it is in scripture, but um, our adoption and we have the opportunity to call God our Abba Father. Mm -hmm. um, And uh, just, you know, it was was having to realize that uh, earthly fathers are just a shadow of the heavenly father Mm -hmm. meant to point to him and... Even when our earthly fathers fail us, our heavenly father never fails us. Right. Yeah. Um, and that he takes care of us and he is um, all the father that we ever need. In him, we have full um, satisfaction. Sure. Um, so that was definitely a, a life-changing moment for me. And uh, it was it was through that that I was able to have peace, I think, in, in his death and in the death of the potential to have a relationship Mm -hmm. um, because that was hard too. It wasn't just grieving this man that I've never known, but it's grieving like all the dreams that I had of us reconciling one day. Um, But I know that um, the Lord is faithful and that the Lord knows what he's doing. And Mm -hmm. so I was able to have peace in him. Well, and I, and I, again, I know we throw a lot of accolades towards her, but, um, you know, I, I made a statement yesterday in, in my sermon that too many people allow wounds to consume the rest of their life, yeah. you know, yeah. and that, that really steals joy, steals that more abundant life that Jesus came that we might have. And that's what, I, I think that's one of the things that just always has, I, I don't want to say impressed because that, I don't know if that's the right word, but knowing how difficult you know, some of life has mm. been you or your mom or, you know, your brother for that, mm. for that matter, have not clung to that wound, yeah. you know, and let it steal right. what Jesus might want to do with the rest of your right. life. And, and, and I think that's a, an incredible testimony because, and I'm sure you know people, Tyler, I'm sure you know people that do that, mm. that they, they get hurt. Yeah. Maybe even a church hurt, yeah. you know, yeah. might get hurt by a father that that decides addictive behavior is is what's going to consume him, mm-hmm. or it might just be you know somebody mm-hmm. sat in their chair or yeah. or pew at church, and then they let that hurt, that wound, just consume them, yeah. you know, yeah. and it becomes a bitterness in them that uh, that really just 
destroys them. And, uh, and it's, it's, it's just encouraging, um, you know, that to, at, at that point for someone as young as, as you were to navigate those waters, but yet you have this beacon of light mm-hmm. called your faith mm-hmm. that, that helped you through that. And, and that beacon of light that came from your mom, that came from her mom and dad that, and I'm sure if you went back to great grandparents, mm-hmm. it was probably there too. Yeah. And so I think that that's just an encouragement to anybody that might hear this. Listen, in this life, you will have trouble. Jesus mm-hmm. said that. Yeah. Not if, but when. Yeah. But you got to finish the verse that says, but take heart because yeah. I've overcome the world. Yeah. And and when we're going to get hurt, I mean, things are going to happen. But how we how we navigate that is, is we just hang on to Jesus the mm-hmm. best we can. Right. And I, and I also appreciate the way that, you know, your view of a, a father, uh, how that that being adopted by God, uh, I'll say this and we'll go on to the next question. <laughs> and that is there, there are at times accidental pregnancies, but there's never an accidental adoption. Yeah. Hmm. Right. Yeah. Never. An, it's, it's not like, oh, Where'd this kid come from? <laughs> Surprise, you're yeah, adopting you're him. Adopted him. And, and when God adopts us, it's mm-hmm. it's never an accidental no, thing. No, it's not. You know, he adopts us and we are in the family and, mm-hmm. and that that is something that we hang on to. Um, and well the beautiful thing too is that because I, I can think of, of one particular Sunday on a Father's Day that I I was doing a lesson in journey and how difficult it was for me knowing that I'm teaching this to students who have, you know, issues with their right. biological mm-hmm. father or don't have a, a present father and knowing like that someday, because it's going to happen, mm-hmm. you keep the path, you're, somebody's going to be placed in your path who's mm-hmm. going through something similar and you're going to be able to speak into their life yeah. from experience. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's so it's not just, oh, this guy who's, you know, he has a father, he has no idea what this is like, but you... Having been there and done that, you know, mm-hmm. being able to speak into somebody's life, like that's yeah. what's beautiful about the way. Because I wholeheartedly believe that God orchestrates these things. And, oh yeah, and, and yeah. sometimes we ex- experience things in our lives just so we can mm-hmm. tell somebody right. else. How Suffering God has is been never there for, for nothing. Exactly. Yeah, the Lord uses. He doesn't waste any. No, pain. He does not. He and does all th- not. all things work together for good. Exactly. For those who love the Lord, called according to His purpose. And if it's not good yet, then He's not done yet. Because he's still working and doing those things. Um, tell us, tell us how what what have you done, or or how has your faith grown mm. uh, since that youth camp when <laughs> you uh, you got saved? Because Dallas did. No, it wasn't then. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> it was at the youth camp. You really got yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. It was before that that you got jealous. Yes, and I got jealous. Have you dealt with the jealousy? Do we need to talk oh, about? <laughs> we honestly though. Do you guys probably want, do you one up each other every time you get together? At family. No, we we. <laughs> you have... remember when I got saved before you? <laughs> she <laughs> yeah. She might say that. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Dallas, I love you, Dallas. We love you. <laughs> love we you. Love you. <laughs> no, um, man, it's been it's been a journey. That's for sure. Um, yeah. So uh, I guess from the beginning, like I said, I I knew that I wanted to make my faith um, the center of my life. Um, and that definitely has not always, it's never been easy. I just, I just want to say that. Um, so I grew up in this church. Um, I was given the opportunity to serve in um, children's church ministry. 
my faith grew a lot then uh, having to, you know, minister to children and be an example to children uh, has, has really uh, weighed heavily on my life. And uh, having younger brothers, even uh, you want to set an example for them and you want to be a good older sister who uh, can encourage them to, and, and point them to Christ. Um, so that, that too. And, um, uh, serving in the church in other ways, uh, like, uh, being on the youth praise team and being in the youth group. Um, I think being in, in youth group was, uh, an awesome opportunity to see just really, uh, get to know people on, on a raw level and uh, hear their stories and hear the way that the Lord has used uh, things in their life and be encouraged by that. And, um, you know, just forming relationships. I think the Lord has used a lot of relationships in my life to grow me um, with youth leaders and um, fellow people at church and people at school. Um, Even being in a Catholic school was really a big challenge to my faith um, in a good way. Uh, It was an opportunity for me to, to decide whether or not I wanted to, um, be unashamed Mm -hmm. for Christ Mm -hmm. because there was maybe one other Christian in my grade at a Catholic school. Um, most of the kids there would, half of them would say they're Catholic, but just say that because their parents are Catholic. Um, and then you, I would be in theology class and be confronted with, um, challenges to truths that I knew in scripture. Like mm-hmm. uh, I knew that the, it was wrong. Um, and just not, not becoming, uh, hardened to, to, uh, s- being able to speak the truth in love mm-hmm. because it was easier to just sit back and, and let people say what they said. Right. And it, it wasn't as embarrassing, um, to speak up. Uh, so definitely, definitely that, that time was really hard, but, but the Lord was, was faithful in that and really helped me to understand a different perspective and, uh, to realize that, uh, that there are times when I need to speak up and, mm-hmm. and say things. Um, also just his, I mean, his word in my life has been so instrumental. I know this is a later question, but just, how do you know? <laughs> I'm in charge. <laughs> I've seen the list. Oh. Um, uh, just being in scripture and uh, coming to face to face with convictions from scripture that mm-hmm. uh, were uncomfortable, that I didn't necessarily agree with at first, um, that I that my heart didn't want to accept, um, but really being challenged. Uh, by the word, uh, to be, to let that be the light of my life. Mm -hmm. Your word is a lamp into my feet and a light into my path. And, uh, I had to be willing to sacrifice comfort to be faithful to the word. Um, and what I thought was the truth from it. Um, so yeah, just different things like that. Yeah. Well, I know that, that during the, uh, pandemic, you were the face of powerhouse. I mean, because mm-hmm. we, we weren't, yeah. we, we didn't have anything going on in yeah. the building. And yeah. at the end of our morning service, we would have a 30 minute, you know, powerhouse and it was with Allison Gardner. <laughs> um, and, and, and I want to, you know, in full disclosure, uh, you know, I, I know that in all 
situations, uh, seasons can come to an end. Mm. Yeah. And, um, yeah. you know, jealous, jealously, I didn't want to see that happen, but mm. a season came to an end for you here yeah. and, and you found a place to plant, right. you know, freshly and, and, yeah. and start a second or another, I should say, chapter. Um, and, and so I know that that's also yeah. played a big part in, in that as well. Um, and again, I... It, that was a really hard lesson. I know this is not about me. I'm not the special <laughs> guest today, Allison. Is. But it was really a hard lesson for me to learn. Not not when when that season came to an end for you here, but just in general as a pastor, you don't. I mean, initially, my thought was, well, what did I do mm, wrong? Not yeah. and again, not with you. Right. I'm just talking about with people in general. That, that felt like yeah. it was time to yeah. move on to something else. But yet, then when I look at at the entirety of my life. I've had those times, right, you know, right, and and so I I do realize that that happens, and and uh, again, selfishly, humanly, uh, you you want to hang on to people just because you get attached to them. Yeah. Now there was a season where I didn't think Allison liked me very much. <laughs> You know, and a season. I, I, that was like the first, yeah. what, 12 years of my life. <laughs> That's not a season. <laughs> no. I would walk through the youth room and she'd be practicing with the youth <laughs> praise team and I'd wave and, and she would just have this look like, I hate your no, guts. No, <laughs> no. I don't, I don't, I don't know what I, I did. I think you were waving at me. <laughs> well, who else was, was up like, there? Well, yeah, there, there was other people up there. But I, I, I say all that to say that. You know, while you are uh, connected to another community of faith, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we, we always have a part of you in, in our heart. And yeah. we know, I know that the Lord uses a lot of different things to help us grow. Does, I mean, some things are things that are challenges, but yeah. then some things are things that are very rewarding. Mm-hmm. But when we look for the nugget in, in all of those things, we, we find that the Lord is usually prompting us to grow, prompting right. us to move on, prompting right. us to do this. And, you know, I started in Annapolis uh, 30 years ago, yeah. and here we are in South Point, Ohio. Right. Um, and, and so I, I understand all of that. So um, knowing that all of those things helped you grow and helped your faith to grow, uh, how would you say in this moment right now, what, what are those spiritual disciplines mm. that you practice and how do you practice them? If mm-hmm. you were telling somebody else, yeah. this is what you got to do, <laughs> yeah. then, then uh, what would that be? I would tell them that uh, the Lord makes each of us unique and that uh, it's valuable to hear. Uh, what I love about this season has been hearing about this question is that um, the way that we we flesh out our faith and, and live it out in our lives is going to look differently because sure. the Lord made us to be different people. Yeah. Yeah. And so hearing different perspectives on specifically things like spiritual disciplines is so helpful because um, there's not a one size fits all model of mm-hmm. here's how you read the Bible and here's how you pray. Um, because if you're going to, if you try and do it this way and it doesn't yeah. work, you're just going to get discouraged. Yeah. But the Lord uses... Um, different, different ways and different means to, to grow his people. And because he's a creator and he's, he's, um, he's not boring. Like he made us different. Um, so my, uh, the spiritual disciplines, I would say the main ones are, um, Bible reading prayer and, uh, church attendance or communing with the saints. Um, so for me, Bible reading looks like, uh, getting up in the morning and, um, sitting down, and praying, first of all, that the Lord would open my eyes to the truths in his word and um, help me not to interpret scripture from uh, 
a humanly perspective, but that the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. residing in me would, uh, would reveal that to me. Mm-hmm. And um, that the Lord would not let, that the Lord would make me a doer of the word and not a hearer of the word. Because I can read the Bible all day long, but if I don't practice right. yeah. what I read, then it's pointless. Right. Um, and that's something that I really struggle with is reading my Bible in the morning and then just forgetting about it throughout the rest of the day. Um, so I'm trying to trying to get better about that. But I think you're probably we, you're probably voicing what many people <laughs> yeah. struggle with. We have so many distractions. Yeah, yeah. we do in our we lives, do. and some some things. We could be a little bit more diligent in, mm-hmm. you know, in avoiding, but there's some, you know, like you're going to school, you're working, yeah. you're, you know, Podcasting. doing all these things, podcasting, <laughs> producing, <laughs> producing. Yeah, yeah. Um, not only, not only a podcast, but fruit. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you're producing fruit. <laughs> yes. And, yes. Um, you know, I just think that, uh, you know, we... We could be a little bit more diligent, but I mean, I, I see, I understand where right. you're coming. It's it's a struggle of mine as well, too. Yeah. Yeah. Even though we hear those things, to remember and recall them mm-hmm. later on when they apply right. to our lives. We know? don't want to be like the man who looks in a mirror and then turns away and forgets what he looks like. Yeah. I think that's in the Bible somewhere. <laughs> <isn't>? <laughs> yes. Well, um, and, and I know for me, this is, and again, I, I think we all struggle with that. Mm-hmm. I, I think you're just putting a voice to what yeah. the rest of us don't want to say. Yeah. Um, for me. I think the when I focus more on my relationship with with Christ, with God through Christ, that's what helps me remember or reminds me, okay, if you really love Jesus, then let's get in the word, let's pray, let's mm-hmm. do good works, let's let's commune with the saints. And, but I, I what I've experienced, not just with me, but people that I've I've counseled over the years is if we get too focused on just the do, mm-hmm. We, we get wore out. Yeah. I mean, that just wears you out. Just doing, doing, yeah. doing, doing. It Better to be, hmm. right? Better, better to become. Hmm. And then in the becoming, it, it helps me or points me back to, okay, if you're going to be, then to be is to do this. Hmm. Yeah. And I think sometimes I, I, I get, like, I get to the end of the day and like, look, Lord, all the things I've done for you, <laughs> right? Yeah. And thinking somehow that substitutes for... Jesus, I love you, hmm. and I want to obey your commands. I want to do the things that that, that you require of me to do. So I, I think sometimes, for me, it's just where I focus. If I focus on just the do, I just get wore out. Well, hmm. and, and there has to be intent there. Right, you know, it's yeah. just like with you know, I can I can tell my wife I love her all day long. I can kiss her on the cheek. I can, you know, but if if she doesn't feel that it's genuine and in you know. And, and then I'm being intentful on that. Then she's going to pick up on that. And and I think God's the same way. He knows He knows our heart. He knows when we're genuine, and um, if we're just trying to check a list right, versus, yeah. uh, uh, you know, pursuing a relationship. Right. Yeah. Right. The goal of spiritual disciplines is to know Christ. Right. To know yeah. the Lord, and so we can't. We we all fall into this temptation, but going, um, we can't make this into into something that it isn't. And uh, if we're not going to the word, if we're not praying to know Christ, then we're, we're not doing it right. Right. Um, But yeah, right now I'm doing um, the Bible reading challenge um, from Christ church in Moscow, Idaho. It's um, it takes you through the old Testament once the new Testament twice in a year. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's pretty, it's the most rigorous one I've ever done. Uh, Sometimes there's upwards of 
six or seven chapters in a day. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's been very rewarding um, to just be able to, I, I love reading plans that have you in both the Old and the New Testament right. and you, you're able to see the connections between the reading plans. Um, I think that's that's awesome. And something that is a sign that you're maturing as a believer is being able to read scripture and like, oh, this is how this points to Jesus. Yeah. And just that light bulb moment, it's so, so wonderful to be able to see that. Um, my prayer life is not as great as my <laughs> Bible reading. Um, I have been trying to make uh, a prayer list at the beginning of the week of people that I specifically want to pray for. Sometimes I'll make it the lock screen on my phone so mm. that when I open my phone, I see the list and I'm I'm like, oh, okay, I need to pray for these people. I'm sure our names are on <laughs> yeah. there. Sure. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Um, and then uh, I've been using the ACTS acronym mm-hmm. for prayer, um, adoration, confession, thanksgiving, and supplication as like a structure for... Um, my time, like prayer time. I try to pray throughout the day, but if there's a specific time where I have time to focus my mind just on prayer, Mm -hmm. like sometimes it's when I'm vacuuming the dining room at work (laughs) um, and I just won't listen to music or a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I'll go through that and uh, try, try and focus in, focus in on that. But also I think journaling is really helpful. Journaling your prayers. It's so, and it's wonderful to be able to go back and read your prayers and see the way the Lord has answered those. Um, and also praying through scripture, um, the Psalms, um, the Lord's prayer, things like that. Um, it's just very, very helpful. Yeah. Funny story. (laughs) (laughs) I know that's a weird transition, but I was thinking when you were talking about vacuuming the dining room and, you know, that, kind of using that as your prayer time. So my wife owns a boutique, a shameless plug. Go ahead. Put the name name in there. (laughs) Ethan Darling. We'll drop the link in the Uh, description. (laughs) Um, And she bought some new fixtures from somebody that I had to go pick up. And I don't have a truck, so I had to borrow my brother's truck. So I drive these uh, racks. But you do have a nice Jeep. I do have a Jeep. Okay. A uh, a Jeep. A Jeep. (laughs) (laughs) But I was driving... Uh, his truck from Chesapeake to Franklin Furnace, where her shop is, and I take the racks in. I'm like, okay, I'm going to go put some gas in my brother's truck, you know, Aww. since I use this truck. Yeah. Pull into the gas station, get out, um, put the cart in to pump the gas. While I'm waiting, I go back because I'm like, I want to get my my uh, wallet out. Um, or no, I was going to put my wallet back in, just toss it back in the seat. Mm-hmm. Doors locked. Oh, boy. Locked myself out of my brother's truck. Oh, boy. So, luckily, somebody was standing right there that I knew um, would have my wife on Facebook. Oh. I was was like, hey, I know this is going to sound weird, (laughs) but um, do you have my wife's number or can you get a hold of her on Facebook and and let me talk to her? So, (laughs) thank you, Lord, for that because that made it a lot easier. But anyway, fast forward. My brother is coming from South Point uh, with my Jeep. So that he can unlock because he's got spare key. And I'm sitting there and I'm just walking circles around his truck, just killing time, just waiting. Mm-hmm. And I thought, Lord, maybe maybe this was on purpose because my prayer life has has, has not been what it should be. Mm-hmm. And so I'm sitting here next to a highway. Cars are driving by mm-hmm. and I'm just walking around my brother's truck yeah. just praying. <laughs> I mean, not like really out loud, yeah. but out loud where I can you know hear myself talking and I'm praying to God. And I'm just like, you know, sometimes I think that in those times it's like... It's now or it's never. Right, 
Right. Yeah. And yeah. I need to take advantage of this time yeah. while I've got it to, to be prayerful and, exactly. and talk to God. Yeah. A lot of people have so. said like um, one of the elders at my church said that he struggles with insomnia. And so he said, well, Lord, you must have me up at this time for some reason. So <laughs> yeah. I might as well pray. Yeah. Yeah. And he just prays yeah. until he falls asleep. And I'm like, I I aspire to be like that. When you have a free moment, you're like, okay, this is this would be an inconvenience if I didn't know that the Lord orchestrates all yeah. things for good. So let's use this time exactly. wisely. Well, you know, when I can't sleep, I don't count sheep. I talk to the shepherd. <laughs> yes. Amen. 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 You know, I used to I used to feel bad because sometimes I would I would pray and like fall asleep mid prayer. Oh yeah. <laughs> like, never the, like no. wake up the next morning like sorry God. I didn't mean to leave you hanging. The Lord says to rest in <laughs> him. Well, and and we've been doing this series on the twenty third Psalm and and one of uh, and and putting some burdens down because mm-hmm. of that. And uh, he, he uh, leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Leads me beside still waters. Yeah. And and there was a really cool uh, point that in the Ten Commandments, God only uses like four or five words yeah. to tell us not to kill, not to steal, not to lie, but almost a hundred words <laughs> on how to take a rest. Yeah. Because he knew, you know, we, we were going to get to this point. Yeah. We, we need it. We, we absolutely <laughs> we need it. Desperately. Yes. I have one more question, and, and we're going to have to close it up. So here, here it is. What, what would you say has been your greatest joy mm-hmm. in the journey, and what has been your greatest struggle in the journey? Oh man, greatest joy and greatest struggle. I already said that. <laughs> you didn't have to repeat I'm the question. I'm just thinking out loud. I mean, maybe do you think? Okay, you're my the producer. greatest sorrow is PT getting on my nerves. <laughs> Invite me to be on this podcast. <laughs> oh man, I thought I was an inspiration to her. At one. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's what. That's what I meant. Okay, can we redact that from, from <laughs> the late. record? Too late. It's um, in my heart now. My- <laughs> it shall be stricken. <laughs> oh goodness. Greatest joy, greatest struggle. Greatest joy, greatest struggle. Um, there you did it again. <laughs> <laughs> I think um, greatest joy is just um, the having the peace of Christ. Mm, good. Just yeah. knowing that I am, I am saved, and that the Lord is. Um, the Lord has redeemed me mm-hmm. and that Christ paid the penalty for my sin. Just that assurance yep. in every day because all other ground is sinking sand. Amen. Like there, Sing it. there is no other foundation than Christ. Um, and so just day by day, it's not even a moment in my life, but every day um, knowing that I am Christ and that nothing can separate me from right. the love of God. Yeah. Like neither height nor death, yeah. nor depth and death nor life. And Preach. it's just, it's just wonderful. It's a wonderful confidence to have. It's liberating. It? It, is. It's liberating. it is. It is. It is true. True freedom. Confidence. Yes. Yeah. True freedom. Um, greatest sorrow. Uh, I think it's just, um, realizing the the weight of my sin um and it's it's not even like it's a good sorrow mm-hmm. because the closer that we get to the cross the more real that our sin becomes mm-hmm. the reality and the weight of it um and just being driven to the feet of Jesus because i know that i am nothing without him yeah. and one of the biggest struggles of my life is that um so many people have told me, you know, Allison, you're, you're a wonderful Christian. 
um, we admire your faith and it has led to a deep sense of pride in my life um, that I've had to come to terms with so many times. And the Lord has been faithful to, to help weed out that sin. Um, but it's still a constant struggle for me. Um, and just realizing coming to terms with that and, um, realizing that, that my hands are, are filthy with sin without Christ Mm -hmm. and that it was nothing that I did Mm -hmm. to earn it, that it was all him and it's all about him. Mm -hmm. It's not about me. Um, so you know, Tyler yeah. and I take back all the good things we said. We, <laughs> we didn't mean to fuel the no. pride, okay? It was, that Thank was not you. our intent. Thank you. But I, uh, before we sign off, I've, I've been reading a book called Shadowing Jesus. You know how you do job shadowing? Yeah. And, and that's kind of the theme of the book is is how do we shadow Jesus? And you said it perfectly. I wished I, I, wished I had said it. <laughs> and that is the closer we are to him, the more things that really get revealed about, mm-hmm. you know, who who we are, right. those deep-seated things that really need to to be dealt with. Yeah. But yet, that is is counterbalanced, if I could say it that way, with this assurance. Mm-hmm. Then, yeah. you know, right. that, that he's he's paid for my right. sin. There's no the condemnation. Cross. Yeah, yep. to those who are in the yep. Lord Jesus Christ. Yes. So. Man, she's just got all the scriptures. <laughs> but anyway, Allison, for real, we we mm. just love you. We appreciate mm. you. We we are thankful for your witness and your testimony. Thank you. And for your love for the Lord because it shows in, in everything that you put your hand to. And uh, this podcast is is an example of that. I mean, yeah. you have a higher rating than Stephen <laughs> Furtick does. I sure hope so. We do. 5.0. 5.0. No, that's... Yeah. Listen, Furtick can't say that. Furtick can't. He cannot. Furtick can't. So. Um, I'm thankful for you both. Also, for the way that the Lord has used you both in my life, and uh, it's just—it's um—it's all about Jesus. It's a love fest here, Jesus. everyone. <laughs> yes. uh, but I'll let you take us out. Do I close since, this? Yeah, all right. I know I'm it's supposed the natural to do it, thing to do. It is. It really um, is. Thank you all so much for joining us. Uh, we are hoping to have another special guest on next time, so stay tuned for that, and we will see you then. See you later.